Hello everybody and welcome back to Chapter Tactics where we go over tactic batch tactics and strategies tactics uh, yeah tactics uh to help out both new and veteran players alike uh I am Magikarp Use Fly and with me today we have our regular co-host with uh, Demeki That's Chaptastic I like that <laughs> Uh we got John P as well Tactacular Yeah and then we have the one, the only, Scottery. Uh, pulling it out of my bag of tack tricks. I hate this. <laughs> that was, that was... <laughs> you created this. You yeah, did I this. Did. Yeah, I did. I did do it. Yeah. I did. I did. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just uh, playing along here. <laughs> So uh, for this episode, uh, you will see, you will notice that we're not in the office today. Um, just a lot of stuff is coming up. Demeki is uh, getting ready for a newborn baby to be released into the wild here. I think that, what do, what do you do? Do you like Spartan them? You just put them out into the wild and then uh, yeah, see yeah, if yeah. they can survive? Is that how it happens? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Yeah, you know, it comes out and then like I say, oh, my sweet child. And then I just put them in immediate combat. You know? <laughs> just hand to hand combat. <laughs> yes. The, the elder has to fight the younger. It's like Sparta, dude. It's like Sparta. You got to be the strongest. You're not the strongest. You go to the pit. Yeah. It's like that one scene in The Dark Knight where the Joker just like breaks a pull. Uh, what is it? A pull stick in half and just puts it on the ground and says, fight. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we. I have room for everybody in this game. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so we're not in the office today uh, because we're just all everything is just hectic all around us, uh, and we apologize that we haven't uh, uploaded a chapter tactics episode in about two weeks. We had holidays, and then we have like the new yep. like Omicron thing that's going around. So, you know, uh, well, happy hectic. New Year, everyone! Omicron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy New Year's. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year's, everybody! I hope that you guys had great holidays. Uh, you guys want to do just a roundtable of what you guys have done uh, since the last time that we talked during the holidays, how how it treated you guys going into this new year? You can start off with Scary. Scary, you want to tell us? Sure. I'd love to start. Well, as you can see, I'm in the mini wargaming studio. I've been just coming down here every week and filming lots of bat reps. Bat reps and content, and that's literally been what I've been doing. That and lots of coaching calls. Coaching calls Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm in mini wargaming. Thursday coaching calls, Friday coaching calls, and then I've actually took some time off and had a couple of days off during what? the weekends, and Whoa. it was amazing. What? I sat down and did nothing and felt like I didn't know what I was doing. It was really weird. Dude, content creator having an actual vacation where they don't do anything, that is... You know, even it though it was three often. days, it was just, it was like the weirdest thing. You would know, since, yeah. you know, you're a content creator as well. Um, <laughs> it's like, I feel like I should be doing something when I'm doing nothing. It's the weirdest feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, John P., what about you? What you got? What'd you do? Yeah, yeah. So I got the whole, like, last week of the year off from Christmas to New Year's, essentially. Uh, relaxing. I uh, had one COVID scare followed up with the second COVID scare. Uh, had to get tested on two separate occasions. Uh, it's, it's pretty that rough sucks. to get tested now. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks to get tested nowadays too. Cause like everyone, their mom's like trying to get tested. So, uh, luckily negative both times, but yeah. Um, glad for that. Uh, with my time off, I kind of, I also kind of just did a lot of nothing and I did, I did some hobbying, probably not as much as 
I had planned to, especially with LVO right around the corner, but I'll get by. Yeah. <laughs> LVO coming up right around the corner. We would Ooh, I would ask spicy. Uh, yeah, I would ask uh, Demeki what he's doing, but uh, he's running around right now. He's pretty busy as of right now. Uh, I think oh. that he had something come in, so you know we're gonna wait for him. He'll come back eventually. Oh well, nope, there he is. There he is, Demeki. Tell us what you did over the holidays. <laughs> I put together a crap ton of furniture. Uh, getting ready for the baby. Uh, what else did I do? Put together a lot of terrain. I haven't painted any of it yet. Uh, I think that's about it. Re- I'm rearranging my office right now. Uh, move some stuff down. Wasn't the Tantalus a holiday project for you? Nah, I did that. Or... Kinda. I did the Tantalus. Um, like end of November, beginning of December. Mm, okay. Yeah, I have three Reavers that just showed up, and um, yeah, uh, I'm working on some other stuff. Uh. Having some fun with uh, the 3D printer and whatnot. Heck but, yeah. Uh, I think I think the next thing I'm probably working on is Knights. Chaos Knights. Ooh, okay. All nice. right. All right. Nice. We got some good hobbying going around here. Now, for this episode of Chapter Tactics, we are looking at all of 2022, what we want to see out of it, what we hope uh, is going to happen uh, during 2022. We, uh, you know, all of 2021. Uh, you know, there's been some ups and downs in what's been happening with, you know, Warhammer and stuff. So now we want to see what we want out of uh, 2022 for this year. And yeah, um, I guess like we could just go right into it since, uh, you know, uh, there's going to probably be a lot of stuff to talk about here. John P, do you want to go first and kind of just like see what you want um, out of 2022? Yeah, yeah. Let's just get the big one out of the way. Let's let's. Let's say that all remaining armies get their ninth edition codexes. That that would be a big big ups to GW if they were able to do that. Um, yep. So what's left? We're talking Chaos Knights, Imperial Knights, uh, Eldar, Chaos Space Marines, Tau, Tyranids, um, Harlequins. Am I missing any? Well, Har- Imperial uh, Guard. Yeah. Imperial oh, yeah. Guard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then like- we're still missing supplements for. Yeah. White scars, uh, ultramarines, yeah, Raven Guard, Imperial Fist, Raven Guard, yeah, yeah, Salamanders, yeah, Salamanders. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what's it called? Eldar's getting or the new Eldar book, I think, is gonna have both Eldar, Harlequins, and uh, Yunari in it all oh, together. Wow. Put all together. That's the I rumor think. that's going around. Yeah, yeah. for sure. That's, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would make sense. It would make sense considering the Drakari book has Coven. Caval, which cult? Like, I yeah. could see them sort of amalgamating them together and being like, let's just put them all in one so that it's like a three for one, kind of like the Drukari book. Yeah. And then, like, what? Harlequins only have freaking six units. So, might as well just <laughs> stick them in with, with Eldar. So, that'd be good. Well, I think they have seven, including the Webway portal, but we don't count the Webway portal. We don't, we don't count that. No one counts that. See, that's what you say now. Yeah. It's a fortification, right? It is a fortification. Yeah. yeah. We did All right. an episode on fortifications. <laughs> um, I think that we jumped right in. I didn't even do um, the, what's it called the the tagline here that uh, I need to do. So let's just do that real quick before we move on. Yeah, well, who? Why are we doing this? By the <laughs> yeah, way, uh, yeah. why, don't you, why don't you tell us a little bit about frontline gaming and <laughs> what they do? 
Oh, let me tell you about Frontline Gaming, Skari. Let me tell you because Chapter Tactics is a show that is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. And you know what you can do at FrontlineGaming.org? You can get amazing game mats for not just 40k, but almost yeah. any tabletop game out there. I'm talking Star Wars Legion. I'm talking uh, Song of Ice and Fire. I'm talking oh, yeah. Kill Team. Anything that you want, you can get it at FrontlineGaming.org. Plus, they also have some of the largest 40K events in the industry. LVO is coming up in January, so that's in a couple of weeks. Go ahead and make sure that you have your tickets. Make sure you have your housing all set up in order to participate at LVO. They also uh, get discounts on miniatures if you want to purchase uh, miniatures from them. And they have the largest 40K podcasting network in the business with shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics that you're listening to right now, Grim After Dark, and so much more. Plus, um, if I remember correctly, Val told me that there's going to be a new Kill Team podcast being added into the Frontline Gaming Network. Boom. Check that out. Dude, that was like the best ad read that I've ever done for Frontline Gaming. It's intense. The first yes. one of the year and one it. of many to come. <laughs> yeah, boy. This show is brought to you by FrontlineGaming.org. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just redo the whole and thing. And again. <laughs> yeah. That's all the episodes. Just in case you were paying attention. On your commute. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so just basically just talking about codexes right of uh which ones we want to have pop up um do you guys want all the codexes to come out this year do you guys just want it to be kind of sparse and wait until next year for more codexes to come out Demeki, i i would prefer if the rest of the codexes came out this year one mm-hmm. i'm i'm tired like everybody you know all right i'm not i'm not trying to say that like just because i have almost all my codexes that like everybody's complaining that's not what i'm trying to say I just want everybody to just finally have all the codexes and then they can't go, well, I don't have a ninth edition codex and that's why my army's bad. So Yeah. Look at Necrons. Yeah. They have a ninth edition codex and their army's bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh Scar, do you want all the codexes to come out uh this year or yeah, do you want I, it to wait? I, I do. I, I think the faster they put them out, the better. And then if they want to tweak any of the rule mechanics that's when they start can add, they can add supplements and things. Yeah. I think that'll sort of like add more spice to it. Campaign books, like we've just had some cool releases or pre-releases right now where they've teased like the the Bloody Rose getting like a, some sort of a supplement yeah, within I the next uh, sort of campaign yeah. book. Um, so I think that the faster they release the codexes, the better, because then we all get secondaries, we all get you know relics, we all get stratagems and like. Um, st- like abilities within the units themselves that play to the ninth edition, um, sort of like mission format, right? And I right. think it's important that everybody's on the same playing field, you know. And right now we're seeing good stuff, but it'd be really cool to just see everybody get those. Like, just give it to everybody, and then we'll, yeah. and then we can go from there. Yeah, we want everybody to be able to play during ninth edition and feel comfortable and have a good time with the armies that they are that they've fallen in love with. Um, this yep. was a softball question. The, this is the first softball right here because everybody wants the new codexes to come out already. I mean, no, I, there's probably somebody in their basement being like, "No, I want yeah. my codex. No other codexes." <laughs> you know, but yes, I would. Me. Hey. I'm important. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? I will say, uh, I uh, as a tiered player, I'm happy with where I, where I'm at right now. So you know, <laughs> I'm okay. Like you guys can, everyone else can have their codexes. I'm. I'm still doing fine with Crusher Stampede and Leviathan, so all good for yeah. me. Crusher Stampede's pretty spicy. Not going to lie. I love it. Dude, they had um 
uh, 10, uh, there were 10 Crusher Stampede lists that got top four placements this weekend. That is insane. Nice. That's crazy. Nice. So good. That's... Um, well, people aren't used to seeing big Griblies just going around murdering everything. There was, it's uh, been a long time. I think there yeah. was also a tournament, a tournament S, the the oh, it's um, terminus. Death, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Death Guard death one guard? that came out. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. He came in second. Yeah, there's a nice. lot of stuff that happened. Yeah, that there was like Black Templars were up there. Yeah, they won uh, a GT. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Custodes also were in top fours a lot. Um, Lots of really cool stuff. Sisters won a GT as well. So, yeah. you know, everyone's getting up there. Um, well, may- maybe Custodes were that like a whole bunch of Custodes players showed up just so that they can get, you know, a couple more wins while their bikes <laughs> were still obsec. Yeah. Since their yeah. bikes aren't going to be obsec anymore. <laughs> All right. Lost hurrah the bikes. Uh, John P. Uh, John P. wrote down a list here of everything that we were kind of like wanted to talk about anyway. So I feel like, John P., you want to take the helm here and just kind of. Tell us, uh, go down this list of uh, what you want. Sure, sure, yeah, let's go for it. Up next on my list, uh, another the next thing we could talk about. Uh, what do you guys want to see from the balanced data slates? Well, that's a good question. Yeah. I like that. I would love to see um, what they're going to do with rolling back stuff. That's going to be very interesting ah. to me. I want to know if they're going to roll back stuff like with... Um, orcs or with planes or something like that or coven. Some stuff. <clears throat> or yeah, yeah coven coven <laughs> um if we want to go more in depth uh i think that we can uh, start off with demeki demeki what do you want out of the bounce slates uh i just don't want knee-jerk reactions like i i want well thought out well planned uh updates uh, a proper patch I don't want a knee-jerk reaction just because like the community went up in roar over one particular thing I like something that's like thought out and then, you know, brought to everyone and is fair. That's that, that's all I'm asking for. Yeah, balance, yeah, balance. Yeah, because that the orcs changes was pretty brutal with uh, all the stuff that they did, and then also ad mech just getting like kind of just kneecapped. Just they kneecapped. got kneecapped. Yeah, dude, yeah. they got shot right in the knee. Uh, what about you, Scary? What you got? Uh, with the balance data slates. I'm a simple man. I just want to see them do it every three months like they <laughs> promised. Like, if they do that three or four times, I will be a believer. But until then, I have followed this company in long enough to go, well, we'll see. Okay, yeah. you said three months. Okay, I'll yeah. see it when I believe it. And then I'll make my judgment when I see it. Yeah, it's like the uncle that always promises to be home for the holidays. And he's like, ah, man, next year. I'll be there next year. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, f- what, uh, what about you, John P? What do you want? Yeah, uh, I kind of agree with what everyone else said. I th- would like to see more well thought out balanced data slates. Uh, I do feel like the initial one we got was. It was definitely needed, uh, limiting buggies, limiting planes, but it definitely felt very uh, oppressive in a way, um, especially for people like that have those miles now they can't use them, um, which kind of sucks. So uh, I'd like to see like maybe a different approach to addressing those kinds of issues. Mm. I would also want to like a points oh. increase or something, or just like I don't know. Yeah, or a yeah, points yeah. decrease for Jakari again. Yeah. That would be nice. Oh, yeah. We'll see that again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see that? no, get, take that comment and 
take it far away from here. Okay, I want to play. I want to play my Drukarian piece without. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for Eldar to come out so that every good stop complaining. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wait for the real gun. Or Tau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, the real, gun, the real gun's not even out yet, and that's the Focus on the pew pews, okay? I would like that. I can play my Cavalry Warriors in peace, my witches in peace. Yeah. With this crazy Eldar man, Scar. We've unlocked him. Um, <laughs> crazy dark man. For, for the balance slates, what I want to know is how they're going to put together the balance slates. Uh, along with the new seasonal stuff, um, since they're doing season, they, they GW has promised a lot of stuff this year. You know, we're talking yeah. like Codex is coming out. We're talking seasons. We're talking balanced data slates. Like that's two a wounds lot for chaos. Stuff. Was that a promise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll it see. Was. Hey, hey, hey! Shield know. drones. According to a league that I saw, shield drones are going to have two wounds before chaos space. You know what? That do. should be the meme. That should be the meme. Being like a space marine, chaos space marine, reading the Tau Codex, being like two wounds, and then him just being sad, like just Wait, wait, wait! Hold on. There's a leak. There, you saw a leak where Tau is getting, or your shield drones are getting two wounds. Yep. Yep. Oh, screw you, dude. Like, like what the heck? Somebody, somebody, I guess, got a pack of Fire Warriors and took a picture of it, and it's the ninth edition pack of Fire Warriors, mm. and it has all the drones and weapon profiles and stuff, and it's interesting because when you get to a certain drone, it has two wounds, and it has no gun, so then it's like, oh, that's the shield drone. So. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm going to put a leak out there. This is just a, you know, this is a leak. Uh, you can trust me. I, I get all the information from GW. Easy. Uh, Termagants <laughs> are going to have five wounds, and they're going to be T6. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> how, many, how many points are they going to cost? Uh, two points. Two points. Oh, <laughs> two points. Still dies to a railgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. L l enough joking around here. John P., what do you got for us next? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... Funny you mentioned the GT mission packs. Uh, what do you guys want to see out of like the upcoming seasons? Like, do you think secondaries are going to be changing? You think maps are going to be changing? Uh, let me hear. I'll take this one first, actually, because I've been playing a lot of Age of Sigmar lately, and Age of Sigmar has been doing this whole seasons season thing for quite a quite a while. Like right now, the season is sort of like the realm of beasts. So in their mission pack, they have like a specific bell. That you could that all your wizards know, for example, that's very specific to the beast. There's lots of extra stuff for monsters to be to get like extra points and the secondaries that you can pick in the games like revolve around that sort of realm of beasts. And a lot of the missions have like things involved that sort of like cater to that that feel. So if they sort of translate that to 40k and they go, hey, the, in this sort of like scenario like these secondaries are the ones we're using and it's this feel we're going for the mission secondaries or the mission bonuses are going to look like this and then maybe they might add some like specific um like army building rules but like in this you know in this sort of like season like we want you to build armies like this way like how many detachments you can take what you can put in detachments like i would it'd be really cool to see where they take it and hopefully what that does is it just every six months because i'm gonna say right now six months is very ambitious like that's crazy ambitious doing it like every six months but if they can pull it off and they they reset sort of like that meta cycle every six months like it'll give people a chance to like have it have an opportunity to revisit ideas or lists or codexes that might be a little bit falling off the map 
and then give them new life based on like I don't know the the new way to play the game all of a sudden. Yeah, how, how do you think that? Um, how do you think that's going to affect stuff like the data slate with those seasons? Like if if that were to happen, how do you think that that would affect it? Well, I feel like um, a they'd have to do less work on the data slate if that makes sense. You mm-hmm. know, they they could get away with doing less balancing on the data slate because they'd be like, and I feel like the way they're gonna time it is there might be a balance update like mid through a season. If that makes sense, like they'll start the season, then mid through the season, it'll be like three months. They'll do an update. And then like as the new season like launches, they'll have like another update with that new season. And if the the key to this is just data, if they can farm all the data and if you've got people who are actively looking at best coast pairings and they're looking at, you know, all the data from the ITC battles app and they just compile it from all these different sources of information and then they can make more educated assumptions not just looking at you know the four gts that they ran and go hey you know drukari actually win quite a lot you know and be like yeah no shit sherlock right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i would, I would definitely i would love to see more operational decisions based on the data points that uh, they're given um i don't know exactly how they're gonna pull all the data points because I, I imagine it's just a so many just like little tournaments that just go by the wind that they don't capture but i think well i think too the way they announce when it comes to the whole season thing is they're like we're gonna have a new season every six months but normally like if you look at every other professional sport even most esports like there's a like the season isn't an entire year right there's like the season and then there's a break and then the season starts from what it sounds like, because they haven't re- clearly stated like how the season's going to play out, it's like six months, boom, that season's done. All right, next season starts. Obviously, it's probably not going to be that way, but like they need to clarify like the downtime between each season. So like whether that be like a month or two before they release the next season or grand tournament book or whatever, however they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Right. The delay will be the shipping delay. <laughs> like your juicy yeah. book. Yeah, because yeah. because we live in 2021, oh, 2022, and you know the internet's still a 2020 thing. to the third power. Yeah, everybody has a handheld computer in their hand. Yeah, that, that's the only thing. Like that's the only thing that kind of blows my mind is like how long is that going to continue to be uh, the excuse, right, in a digital era? Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, like, oh, oh go ahead. I was going to say like every like everyone probably uses like kindles nowadays over like an actual book um yeah just save space it's convenient you just have everything you need right there or you do what i do you put the you put the kindle on a book so that when you want that book smell you like read and then you just turn turn it to the book (laughs) that's a candle it smells like a book yeah or or you uh, see Kindle that uh, comes out with development an... screen where they you can like lick the screen and it like and it like oh, yeah, it has like, like tape or whatever it's like, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. should just do that with 40k no no don't do it don't do it that'd be a, that'd be a bad idea Ooh. chaos spawn really tastes like chaos spawn yeah <laughs> don't even no. Ooh, oh, this tastes like paint this tastes like abaddon black i like abaddon it black. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I, I don't watch a lot of sports ball here. John P I know that you watch a lot of sports ball. Does sports ball have any patches in between seasons? They do sometimes. (laughs) You would not believe it. They do. Yeah. Uh, the the NBA, uh, recently just updated their rules. Uh, like 
it, it wasn't a big change. It's just like a small things on like fouls. Uh-huh. Like you, um, if you've watched basketball in the past like five years, something that was notorious and infamous was uh, uh, offensive players using their skill sets to draw fouls to like in a very cheap way. It's not very fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so they changed the rules so that you can't draw fouls if you were like flop or like flail your body around. Um, huh. That's yeah, interesting. So, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. they do. All right. They so, they also do it in baseball as well. Like they they yeah. change like the rules. Like yeah. in between seasons, they'll be like, oh well, people are wasting time doing this. So now you have thirty seconds to do that yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It'll be they'll just add little patches and. Yeah. Oh wow! And then, well, like another form of the patch too, especially when it comes to professional sports, is like trade deadlines. So mm-hmm. like you got a certain amount of time to like trade players. So, like, if somebody's not working out on your team, you can go pick up that guy that you need. Just like, you know, oh, my, my army's not performing well. Let yeah. me try this new unit, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. And sometimes That's they cool. even change suppliers for the equipment. Like, with baseball, one of the hot topics was, uh, like, the juice balls. Some of these balls were, like, uh, basically just easier to hit home runs out of. Um, mm-hmm. And they changed that ball every once in a while. So, recently, it was, it was a juice ball, easier to hit home runs. They changed it back to, like, a different ball, and now it's not as easy to home runs um, yeah yeah i think i've yeah. heard the same thing happen with like golf and stuff so that is so dude that's so crazy because like it, it uh, the reason why i brought it up was just because um seeing like an irl game getting these patches it's not like out of the realm of possibility where like you know uh other you know games actually do that as well that are irl like your sports ball games <laughs> anyways weird tangent john p go ahead and give yeah. us the next one yeah, next one. Uh, we're gonna move away from the gameplay and move on. Let's let's talk about models. What what, what model do you guys want to see um, from GW in the upcoming year? Ooh. New model. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Demeki, you want to go first? Um, Lionel <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> Primark. Lionel Johnson. Yeah. Primark. Going yeah. for some chaos. I like it. <laughs> what about you, Scory? Um, I would like plastic quartz of the Archon. I w- and that would be beast nice. packs. Yeah. Like, that would be amazing. It would mm-hmm. be. Uh, it would be. I've been working on my pewter, like my fail cast quartz of the Archon, but uh, I cannot wait for them to be plastic. Yeah, I would want. I would love a new Tyranid model. Just anything. I don't even care what it is. Just a new Tyranid model would make me happy. Um, all you Imperium people and Chaos Space Marine people can have your Primarchs. I don't care. I don't need a Primarch. Does it count if it's on a Primarch's base? No. No, that's rude. this new Tyranid model is being stepped on yeah, by Lionel Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude yeah I, I, that's I how they make something. all the new lieutenants they're like look a new lieutenant on abaddon's base look another new lieutenant on bellicor's base <laughs> you know so many new lieutenants yeah all right john p what about you yeah i also am going with the primark route i'd love to see lehman russ uh as a model uh, i know they just released jagatai khan for like the so good. so good. yes so nice i would love to see them leave a rust but playable in 440k with new action really... secondary fetch yeah fetch <laughs> if someone throws a bone on the table he has to go fetch it 
It's like one of those. Somebody brings a tennis ball. You can no longer pay attention to the actual game. (laughs) One job. (laughs) Can't do anything until he gets the ball. That's a secondary. It's a a special secondary for him. (laughs) All right, Jumpy. Uh, you got what, what's the next one? Or do you guys want to keep? Do you guys have any other things that you guys want to talk about when it comes to uh, new models that are being released or that you want to? Well, I, I I get to talk about what I like, what we're excited about potentially seeing that might really come in handy. Like I'm really excited about all the new Eldari models that are going to be coming out. Like new, yeah. new, especially since they've like teased that that Autark that they're bringing out. They've already done the Banshees, which are brand new. They teased Morgan Ra. Like, it's just a matter of time before we get plastic Dark Reapers, plastic Striking Scorpions, plastic Swooping Hawks. Like, and I cannot imagine, like, how cool those models are going to look. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's something that I am very much looking forward to. Eldar deserve it. Like, they have had models that are just so old. They're almost legal to drink now. They need new models. Like, oh no, more than that. Are you yeah. kidding? Like that Viper and that Falcon? They're like, like as old as I am. Like older than I am almost. They're like oh. super old. Oh, yeah. See? Demeki, you have any other things that you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, I, I would eventually just love to see all fine cast stuff go away. Honestly. I would, I would love all fine cast models. The fine cast resin is some of the most brittle hard to work with stuff i have mm-hmm. ever put my hands on yeah um and, and like uh i think my uh what is his name urian uh urian Rakos, yeah yeah he snapped like as i was just like clipping him off so like yeah i, w- I would love for all fine cast residents to just go away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right john p what's the next one what you got for us yeah, so this one uh, rolls around some more codexes. Actually, new armies maybe being introduced into the game. Uh, World Eaters and Emperor's Children get their own codexes. How do you guys feel about that one? I want that. And I want a new army to be introduced into 40k. Um, I'm just going to I'm gonna go. I Usually, I don't go with the grain. This time, I'm going to go with the grain. I want squats. I want squats to be put into the game. That's all I want. I think that I'm not going to play them at all, but I would love to have them in the game just because I think oh, it would be funny. Oh, congratulations. You just reset the clock. Again, <laughs> yeah. you know you're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. If not, they'll re- they literally did a video of that a couple of years ago. They reset the clock. Um, the yeah, squats would be good, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would basically be all that I'd want. I would, yeah, and I would also love to have uh, Chaos Base Marines um, getting their own books, not just the Chaos Space Marine, like, fact, uh, just big book, but, you know, supplements like World Eaters, Emperor's Children. I love Emperor's Children, so it'd be cool to have, like, their own actual book with their own actual secondaries and stuff like that. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. Mackie, what about you? Uh, I agree with that. Uh, I don't know if I want to see squats. I would love to see, like, another, like, Xenos-type uh, faction. That would be pretty cool. Um, and Demeki, maybe Demeki. even be able to incorporate more of the Age of Sigmar uh, demons mm-hmm. into the uh, Warhammer 40k universe. Yeah, see, some Demeki, of those models look cool. Demeki, I too would love to see another Xenos army, but I have been stepped on by GW's foot <laughs> too much that, like, I it's I it I don't believe it's ever going to happen. So I'm just going to go with squats and just <laughs> go with everyone else and just hide in there. Uh, what about you, Scary? What you got? 
world eaters and emperor children would be amazing like the, the the there's so much potential in there and you look at that those aos models like all the corn models that they've done for like the aos like mortals or whatever like uh archeon and like all that stuff like and the, the sculpts are fantastic they just need to translate that or like the new car in the betrayer model right that's a plastic car in the betrayer model like you build off of that and there's some of the most iconic like traitor legion stuff out there and it would be once they get their two wounds you know, it'd be pretty fantastic yeah no I, I would love that too um is it okay if i piggyback onto the last thing that we talked about with uh models that we want to come out yeah is that sure. cool yeah i okay so like i just want more models to come out that look like bellacor or that are on the same level as bellacor right because like bellacor is like a it, it's what i call a c-tier ada sigmar model right <laughs> and <laughs> out of warhammer 40k <laughs> Um, <laughs> everything that's good in Warhammer 40k is like a C tier Age of Sigmar model. And Bellacor is like at, right at the top. I would love to see more models come out that are just as good as Bellacor because GW hits it out of the park with like their new models like all the time. And like, I absolutely love it. The faces that they're putting on to the new Eldar models. So good. It's so good. The way that they do faces now is amazing. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about that. Sorry. My bad. Jumpy. So what do you... <laughs> if uh, if Belcor is a C tier in Age of Sigmar, what's 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 like a B A S tier in Age of Sigmar? <laughs> um, probably... Glutos. Glutos is fantastic. Yeah. Such a characterful model from mm -hmm. the Hedonites of Slanesh. Mm -hmm. Like he's got like he's sitting on his big chair, just like eating hand like hands and like like just he's just he's just mean looking. Is that the one where it's like a throne being uh? Pulled uh, by a bunch pulled. of like, 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 yeah, like mutated yeah, yeah. like beasts or whatever, yeah. and then he's just literally. Funnily enough, rules wise, he doesn't have an attack. All his people around him attack. He doesn't do anything except cast spells because he's so amazing. lazy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, that that that's a good that one. is a fantastic model. Very very All the dragons. Model. Yeah, oh, yeah, dragons look cool. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, there you go. Those are your B tier <laughs> A to Sigmar models. Also, like the turtle from Deepkin. Just because I love oh, the turtle yeah. from Deepkin. It's so good. <laughs> All right, Jumpy. What, what else? Um, what about Codexes for you, Jumpy? Yeah, I mean, I would agree with those two uh, Codexes. I uh, also would love to see just the supplements. The same treatment that maybe Space Marines got with their supplements, like Ultramarines, Scars, and the whatnot. Uh, like the same treatment for Chaos Space Marines. Um, so like Black Legion and Alpha Legion and stuff get their own little supplements and their own little secondaries. Adds mm -hmm. some more flavor and like uniqueness to each army. It makes yeah. them makes them feel a lot better. All right, Jumpy, you can only get one. You can only get uh, supplements or two wounds. Which one do you choose? Well, we know two wounds isn't going to be happening anytime soon. So let's go with the supplements. <laughs> All right, what's the what's the next thing you got here? This is a big one that I see. So yeah. I could see Demeki yeah. actually playing a whole bunch of Tau like shield drones as chaos. You'd be like yeah. counts as army. Be like these are all my counts as chaos space marines with two wounds. With two wounds. <laughs> Just like glue glue on like chainsaws and stuff too. Right? <laughs> with his on his drones. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Okay, anyone? Oh, uh, sorry. Anyways, next one. Uh, we kind of touched upon this already, but we love to see some more digitized rule sets um oh yes that'd be that'd be great they were able to do it with Please. the data slates um mm -hmm. but they don't do it currently for like chapter approved the Minotaurum field manual 
even the GT books, uh, they cost you a pretty penny to get those books, and you kind of need that information to if you want to keep up with the game. And there's yeah. they, there's going to be a lot of them coming out, mm-hmm. <laughs> or so mm-hmm. they say. You know, you know what's funny, I and mean, I kind of feel bad for everybody else when it happened. But like, so when Death Guard got pushed right last year. They're like, hey, we know Death Guard got pushed, but by the way, here's Mortarian's data sheet. So, like, have fun. Here it is. You can have this and, you know, just wait for the book. And then, but like, when it happened with Gene Steeler Colts and um, Custodes this time, it was like, nah, we, you just gotta wait. Just wait. Like, we'll spoil stuff for you, but you don't get a data sheet or anything. Just wait. That's rude. That's rude. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, to talk about digitized rules, I would love for this to happen, especially if they're doing stuff like seasons and also data slates and also <laughs> field manuals and also GT updates and also any other FAQs that come out. That's a lot of information. Like uh, the field manual and the GT um, plus is already like what 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 is that like forty dollars or something like that just for that and then you have like campaign books and everything it's just so expensive you also have to buy like the codexes as well just just digitize it like make it just make it faster you just need faster rule sets i think having the option for that would be good Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I do like having the physical copies of the books. I like, you know, we've, you know, that whole new book smell, like opening it up and like having that physical in my hands copy. But just having the option to like do it would be good because it would, it would appeal to a whole other part of the market, which would be, yeah. I don't like physical books, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would appeal to all the people that are just using stuff like Wahopedia and like Battlescribe mm-hmm. only and not using like the books and stuff. Like I feel for them. I understand why, but like, you know, you look at stuff like uh, Dungeons and Dragons, right? You have uh, what? What's the website called for Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, Demeki, do you know what it's called? Is it I beyond? forgot. It's not in my head. Something like that. But like, yeah, I mean, like Wizards of the Coast has like they everything you need for uh, Dungeons and Dragons, like on a mm-hmm. website, and is you pay for it, and I mean, is it's I think it's fairly priced. Yeah, I think you even pay can pay for like one a year instead of having to pay by month. Mm-hmm. So like it's been a minute since I had subscribed to it. I, like I subscribed to it during fourth edition, uh, um, but like, yeah. I mean, so I would definitely be. I would probably be one of those people where they would probably make even more money because like I would probably buy a digital copy and buy a physical copy. Oh, I would I, too. I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same way. I like having both. Yep. Uh, the digital makes it easier for me to travel with, and then I like having a physical copy at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that one of the things that needs to happen as well is just making the Games Workshop Battle Builder app or the Games Workshop Warhammer app better. That's what I would want to see um, if things were to become more digitalized. Like, And this ties in with stuff from um, uh, that we talked about earlier with like consolidating all the data. We have the technology here with us now. Like, It's totally feasible. 
I would love to see stuff where like they actually put in a lot of effort into this app where they can you can do stuff like share your like something as simple as sharing your roster with somebody by just clicking a button and they can see it on their phone. I would love to see that. I would love to have something where you can see like your own match history on the app as well. Like you go up to somebody, you can see their profile, you can see their match history, you can look at all the data and just have it all consolidated into a singular place along with digitized rules. Like that is absolute heaven for me when it comes to 40K. Dude, that'd be sick. So we're talking BCP just integrated straight into the Warhammer app. Yeah, yeah. BCP and ITC Battles app. Yeah. All in one. Yeah. Can you imagine just opening up the app and just being like, who are the top players right now? What are the top armies? And you just click a button and then you can just see it. You know, games like League of Legends have it. All these video games have it. Like, just put it onto 40K. We have the technology. Just do it. Like, or just, or they use AR or just the camera or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. I point my phone yeah. at you, and then it's a player decks, like a Pokedex. <laughs> so then I see all your stats and stuff, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is how I beat him. Oh man, so. dude, <laughs> dang it, man! What about Scary's level fifty two? I'm only level three. What am I gonna do against Scary? <laughs> Take him out back and kneecap him. <laughs> um. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else that you guys want to talk about when it comes to digitized rules before we move on? I'm. Um, I would like to revisit this net like early, like end of the year, mm-hmm. early next year, and kind of see how far we've gone from this point in time. I think it'd be really cool to look back at like this conversation and go, how far off the mark were we, or you know, are we like how was it? So I, I'm curious. I would like to see that in the future. For sure, definitely. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Nice little time capsule thing. Mm. This um, is the time capsule what, episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to add is, um, I guess if people want those specialized like Army of Renown rules, like mm. maybe you want the new Bloody Rose Sisters rules, um, you have to pay sixty bucks for a campaign book just for like four or five pages. Yeah, um, or like thirty pages. bucks for Three a pages? white dwarf. Yeah, <laughs> I could pay uh, like half that for a white dwarf. So. Boom. Harlequin player. <laughs> Crusher Stampede, bro. Like, come on. All yeah. of my all of my armies have a white dwarf. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'd like to see just like stuff like that, just digitized. Or maybe like you just buy like a little packet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to have to pay 60 bucks for like two pages of bros. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, just stop making me buy white dwarfs. I don't read any of the white dwarfs. I don't want a subscription to them. Please stop making me buy white dwarfs for rules. I don't want to do that anymore. It makes me feel so bad. And like, you buy it for the rules. I buy it for the jokes. <laughs> for the comic section. Yeah, I don't even dude. know what's inside of a white dwarf. I, I just d- I don't either. That was like an old Playboy joke. Like when you would find your friend's dad's Playboys and you'd be like, oh, and then your his dad's like, oh no no no, no. I I buy it for the articles and the and the jokes. <laughs> Not yeah. from the center falls, I swear. Yeah. yeah. It's good yeah. journalism. <laughs> All right, yeah, I got a Buffalo. Or I got a, what's it called? Hooters for the wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, jump. Right, anyways, what do you got right, next? Right. next up, uh, this one uh, is going to be a bit of a big topic. Um, we'd like to see some more transparency from GW themselves. Mm-hmm. Demek, yeah, you want to so, take this one? Or, jump, you want to uh, go for it? Yeah, I was just going to say, like, we right now we're talking about our wish list for 2022. What do we know about 2022? We know very few things. We know Eldar and Chaos Space Marines and Tau are going to be in their codexes. They said this year's, this year is going to be the, like the year of chaos. So um, 
got that. We know that maybe some ballads day and slates are coming. We know that some seasons are coming. All the stuff we said before, but you know, it it just be nice to know if we could see like a roadmap, like yeah. a full on roadmap, not like a like a road drive through. You know, <laughs> like a full street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would I would enjoy that. Uh, what about you, Scary? I think we need a full-on Truman Show style live stream inside of the GWHQ <laughs> like development where we could literally like give donations to like shape the way the game goes. Kind of like a Twitch stream. Be like Insane. for two for two thousand bits we'll make Railgun suck. And you'd be like, Yes, I will pay <laughs> that every day. That'd be amazing. Just have like not only the transparency, but you know, have some way of influencing it more than just like with you know their one once a year like um, questionnaire that they put out, which I actually enjoyed. I liked the the questionnaire and it uh it applied to the data slate and that that's pretty cool. Um, but for me, I just want more transparency out of the company just to like give us information on what's going on, why things are delayed, what's happening. The more transparent that a company is to their audience, just the more reliable and like the yeah. more that you retain your audience, right? Because people trust you, you know? So I would just love to see that more out of GW. Um, yeah. Demeki is not here to give his input right now. He had to go and leave. But uh, we can move on to the next one here, John P. Okay. Uh, next bullet point we had refers to you. Yes, you, the listener, and the rest of the community. <laughs> and probably us, too. Uh, it's going to be less whining about codexes. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I'm the one that personally wrote this down. Um, just because, like, towards the end of last year, man, everything that came out was just complaints after complaints about whatever is happening and like people just doing knee jerk reactions. And I'm going to go back to like Mortarian dropping and everybody's just immediately yeah. saying this game is broken. Nothing's going to happen. Like this game is broken. And then Jakari and then what uh, dark angels come out. This game is broken. Nothing's going to, ha- this is bad. Uh, uh, or, uh, and then Drakari, and then Admech, and then uh, Grey Knights, and then Thousand Sons, and then uh, now Tyranids. It's just every single time that there's a new army or a new book that comes out or a new update, everybody is just so sensationalized now that it's becoming kind of ridiculous on how much people are kind of like complaining about the game when they should be taking a step back. Like, I understand complaining about a game and complaining about the state of a game, but when it's every single time, it's exhausting, especially for new players, right? Because then now yeah. you're... Yeah, like, we, we have a new player at our um, at our studio, uh, Dick, right? That, um, you know, he listens to a lot of what other people are saying. You know, he listens to uh, um, message boards, Discord chats, all that stuff, all the content that's out there. And, like, he's, like, coming back into ninth edition for the game. And, like, his viewpoint of the game has become so skewed just because of how much sensationalism there is out there and how much people are kind of, like, complaining about the game. And I feel like that's, like, a really big problem that we should kind of, like, I don't know, nip in the butt, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, obviously, we stream, we live stream, so we get genuine reactions from people uh, in our chat. 
Uh, I think the recent match we had was Orcs versus Grey Knights and like just the chat was just littered with, oh my god, Orcs OP, what the heck, this is busted. Why did we, why did he bring this? This isn't entertaining. It's, it's such a tired thing to see. Like, mm-hmm. like, uh, it's, it's, it's one thing if an army's strong, but it's like, you also have to be like a, a decent player to, you know, pilot armies. Like, just because you have an OP army doesn't mean you're going to win, obviously. Yeah. Player skill is still involved, uh, regardless of how good your rules are. Um, you could be a bad player with a strong army and just get slaughtered by someone that is very good at the game and has a bad army. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah. What about you, Scar? What do you think? Yeah, nothing to add. I think uh, you've hit on the, on the points. You know, the sensationalism in in the, the community is something that is going to be there right now. We live in a in a highly hyper focused like media media driven style hot takes. You know, sort of like civilization at the moment, where we're always looking for that reaction and we're always looking for that. Sort of like um, that uh, that guttural, visceral feeling, you know, and uh, and so we don't give things a chance a lot of the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the things you you you, you want to make a, your your mind of something. If you're giving me an opinion on something, have you tried it yet? You know, what I mean, if you've tried it, you know, okay, then then give me examples. Like, tell me what's happening, and then and then try and find a solution for it. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Um, like instead of instead of just going around saying the world is burning and and that there's no the solution to the problem, like give me a solution. Tell me what you would want to do to fix it, and then and then and and be constructive about it. You yeah. know, if you're not going to be constructive, save your breath. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of my favorite things to do on Discord when a new book comes out is to go onto my factions' discords. And just start talking with the people in there and just being like, how are we going to deal with this? Not like complaining about how something is broken, but just talking about how can our army deal with this new meta that's coming up? Like, it's so yeah. much fun that you get to theory craft and figure out new things, right? Uh, people Demeki- just want to show up. And- oh, sorry. Go ahead, Demeki. <laughs> oh, yeah. Demeki, do you want to join this conversation? <laughs> We're oh, talking is this about-, about the light- less whining about the codices? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I haven't had really anything to complain about. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, I, I get it. I mean, people are frustrated, right? I mean, it, it's not even just about the 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 books, though. Like, people are just frustrated. the The books add up to your hobby, right? When it's something yeah. that you love and you're passionate about, like people are about mm-hmm. their armies. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're getting upset. But I think it's also you know everything compounding with what's going on, right? So like, I mean, people are just looking for a way to vent. They think I agree. Things need to be constructive, definitely. Yeah, this is just whining for the sake of to whine. Like, it doesn't really help anyone. For the sake right? of clicks, or the sake of likes, yeah. or the sake of like reactions on like a uh, on like an Instagram or TikTok post or yeah, a YouTube I'm, video or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how many times. Like, I like constructive criticism and I, and I think criticism is warranted and needed especially oh, yeah. when it comes to today's society and in companies and whatnot but at the same time like I I've seen some channels out there that like that's it that's all they do that's like their number one clickbait is to just sit there and complain and like like make these companies be the bad guy like yeah there are some things that are kind of shady and, and could be handled more properly but at the same time, like it just gets old. Like all this negativity, like 
Yeah, I tell my wife that all the time. My wife always loves to tell me news. And I'm like, is it is it something bad? Like, because she always is <laughs> like, let me yeah. tell you what I heard today. Yeah. I was like, let me guess, somebody died. Something something happened. Like, and it's bad. And yeah, I was like, can you just find like one thing that's nice? Just find me one article that's like a squirrel on a, a jet ski or something. Like anything. <laughs> Listen, all so, right. Coming from a YouTube channel where I made like videos talking about how a certain character in a video game is broken or that it's like annoying to fight against. I understand that people want a place to vent, um, but it also has to be constructive. Like that, that was the whole point of like, you know, the series that I made where it was just constructive. Like this is broken. How do you deal with this? Here's how it works. And then, you know, people would start talking talking about like how it's not that big of a deal and stuff like that and like if a video game as toxic as league of legends can find a way to be constructive <laughs> about like the way that the game plays you know warhammer should be able to do that right um yeah, yeah. yeah. i think it's fine to have like conversations about like that you know mm -hmm. like yeah. yeah this is broken how do we deal with it you know you can't you can't just like go in there and just complain and just be like Oh my God! This, these rules. This is gonna be an S tier army with like no actual no data behind it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like you just, they just say it's S tier army. Just seeing the rules, you haven't actually seen any results yet, or just see how it works on the tabletop. Um, but railgun. Yeah, tell railgun. Yeah, real. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the clickbait. Okay, uh, we'll, we'll do railgun op. Yeah. Uh, so we have two more here. Let's uh, bang these out here, uh, John P. If you want to give us the next one, and then uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we would love to see some more tournaments. I would love to see. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Matt, you put this one down, so I, I don't really have much more to say about this, but I think we'd all love more tournaments, right? More yeah. Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see more team based events. I think Same. team based events are like the best way of playing 40K. Uh, and it's funny how I haven't really seen many doubles events. Doubles events used to be like, really fun and something that would happen a lot more often but i haven't really seen doubles events in quite a few years even before covid really kind of hit so it'd be nice to see that sort of like format come back as well like adepticon style team events like doubles events and then your five or six or eight person team events which are more like wtc style mm -hmm. yeah i think that the only doubles event that i've ever heard about was like the spiky bits uh doubles that they did and then like that's basically it that's all i heard about um but mm -hmm. i would love to see more like majors more uh more like large scale events i know that it's hard because it costs a lot of money to do that um but i would love to see it if gw can like put out more major events that would be sick uh what about you yeah. I, I think their their series like they covered most of the south half of America so far. So they went mm -hmm. to like Austin, Florida, New Orleans. I'm sure like maybe in upcoming years they'll cover different parts of America and not just America, but also other parts around the world, Europe, Asia, yeah. whatever. Yeah, where's the Our love for the north? Yeah. Where's the where's Canada. the love for the for the square states out there, man? Like where <laughs> the landlocked gridlock areas. We wanna see some tournaments there. That might be cool. I don't know what the show up might be but you know yeah we'll see what uh you know mike brandt and and like the tournament team like the mm -hmm. development team you know because that's a fledgling thing too in terms of yeah. tournaments event like that was sort of like set in place ready to go then COVID hit and then there was no events 
You know what I mean? Right. And recently, they finally did their first sort of like U.S. Open series. They had their first Invitational. You know, so it's it's only going to get better. So hopefully, we we yeah. see we see the the fruit of that sort of like investment because Mike Brand, like he's been running events forever and he understands what he's doing. And it'd be and it's nice to see the company work together with tournament organizers and like have an impact, like something that I never thought we'd see before. GW putting out a terrain packet. Right, being like, yeah. this is the terrain for our event. That's never really happened before, like ever, yeah, no. you know. And and then physically going through and looking at the first couple events and going, wait, how many buggies did that list have? And then like literally <laughs> eyebrows raising on the GW reps, being like, is that's not what we intended, <laughs> you yeah. know, like that sort of thing. <laughs> and being like, well, you know, we're competitive players, right? Like you give us, you give us an inch, and we'll take the whole three feet or whatever yeah and make you fall over and trip you and then punch you while you're down or whatever you know so it's the more they do it the more the more it'll get better and uh so yeah more events equals more time to play more data more balance more imbalance which then leads to more balance more cool like stuff to do more models to paint like it's gonna be great it's a good cycle Mm -hmm. and and i'm hoping that gw doesn't get scared um, because like hosting these large events, uh, any type of like convention stuff like that, like when you're looking at things like, uh, you know, like your small conventions or whatever, um, it's so hard to make money back on it. Like you're going to lose money. Like a company that hosts a major like that, you're going to pro- more than likely lose money. Um, and that's the same thing that happened with, I know that I keep talking about like league of legends and stuff, but you know, um, but like league of legends, like riot games, when they started doing their LCS stuff, doing their tournaments, that uh, they were in the red for those tournaments. They they always lost money until they started franchising, right? And I hope that GW looks at that and notices that, yeah, they're losing money now, but the retention that you guys are going to be getting out of these tournaments and having these constant tournaments is going to eventually put more eyes onto the game and everything. Uh, Demeki, do you want to add anything? Uh, now, I mean, I agree with what everybody's been saying. Uh, I would, I definitely, out of all the tournaments I went to, uh, in 2021, I definitely enjoyed the team tournaments more. So I would love to see more of a team, uh, even more team tournaments. I kind of would hope that eventually, like there's still, I, I still want there to be an individual, uh, like uh championship, but I would like to see more emphasis on, uh, team championships. Yeah. Same. All right. John P. Bring us home. What's the last one here? We're going big with this one, boys. GW really needs to pull together, help out with this one. But in 2022, we'd all love to see the end of the COVID pandemic. <laughs> Come on, GW, let's get it going. I, I heard I heard that uh, fine cast resin um, is a good uh, way to stop COVID. That's what I heard. I don't know what sort of foul pact they made with Nurgle. <laughs> but uh, we need some Gollum in action in here to, like, save us all. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice to have the whole COVID thing be all done with because then we can actually go back to, like, more tournaments, more statistics, more numbers, uh, just because everybody loves numbers when it comes to 40K. What about yeah. you, Demeki? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, dude, I'm just... Uh, I know everybody's ready for it to be over. I, I understand that. But, like, it's... Uh, compounding everything's compounding yeah i need yeah. i need a mental break <laughs> i feel that I, I, I think uh what 
people are estimating nowadays, or like scientists or whatever, um, they're, they're estimating like 2024, which... <laughs> Um, oh, that, that is a long time. <laughs> Four years in the pandemic, uh, to this scale. And in oh. the meantime, um, <laughs> we all can use things like TTS. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I do, as soon as I can, I cannot wait to travel. I want to just go and play and do some collaborations with some awesome people, yes. like all of you at Dice Check. Yeah. I can't wait to go down and play some games and like go down to the Frontline Gaming Studios and like yes. or like the store and like. Get to hang out with uh, Frankie and Reese and stuff. I know they're really busy, but still, it'd be really fun. Like, that's the kind of thing I'm looking forward to. So it's that hope, the, like the horizon, you know, and I'm like, I'm, that's the goals. I'm like, yes, that's keeping me going and positive and looking forward at that, being like, I can't wait for that. So I'm going to survive until I get to that. Exactly, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like, I want to go and travel over to play on tabletop, mini war gaming. Yeah. I want to go to all those yeah. places. I'm here to the studio. Mini yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, you guys, there's enough rooms upstairs for the whole crew. Like, mm. there's a whole gaming hall where you could play, like, till 4 o'clock in the morning. It's, it's like, super fun. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, John P., do you have anything to add? Or are we good? Uh Sam, you guys, you guys covered it all. But yeah, <laughs> the, the whole travel thing, just actually meeting up with other content creators and mm-hmm. um, collaborating with them. Not only just collaborating, thing, hang out with them. Maybe them showing us their their food spots, us showing them our food spots. That's 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 what uh, uh, life is all about. Yeah, showing get each this... other our births, our birth yeah. marks. Right? We want to yeah. show show our off our birth marks, marks. like yeah. Our, yeah. our models. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to be it for this episode of Chapter Tactics. Thank you guys for joining in uh, with another episode. Let's gonna let's uh, let's go ahead and do some plugging here. Let's plug up these people's ears with all kinds of plugs. Scary, how about you go first? Where can people find you, man? Well, you can find me here, sitting down, uh, doing videos and mini wargaming. So I do lots of battle reports and stuff with them. However, if you'd like to head on over to Scodcast. S-K-A-R-E-D-C-A-S-T on YouTube and all the links are there. I'm doing bad reports and a whole bunch of stuff. We just did the the uh, full book reviews of the Genius of the Occult and Custodes Codex. It was eight hours of streaming with some people like Alex McDougal and Dustin Henshaw for Genius of the Occults and Eric Trock and uh, Cathal, uh, the the captain of the Northern Irish uh, WTC team play, talking about custodies. So I get these faction experts to come talk about the new releases when uh, we can. And we go over every page in those codexes and break down everything. So uh, it's uh, super fun. I really enjoy it. Lots of work. But yeah, you can find me on YouTube. Heck yeah, brother. All right, John P., what about you, buddy? Where can people find you? Yeah, yeah, you can find me on the Dice Check channel where I am a regular, uh, usually on streams or in the battle reports. YouTube.com YouTube forward slash Dice Check, Twitch.tv forward slash Dice Check. Uh, you can also find me here, Chapter Tactics, every, uh, every week. I'll be here hanging out, not in an alleyway. Um, also, on my own, find me at Twitter.com forward slash Joe Nathan P. J O E Nathan P. Heck yeah. And Demeki, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Dice Check, or you can check me out on my Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Demeki. Uh, I plan on doing a lot more streaming this year, especially for my painting, 
because I'm going to have a lot of time with this newborn. They sleep a lot. So like I'll have plenty of things to stream uh, and I'm going to hold myself to it this year. That's my resolution. Stream more. Yeah, boy. And as for me, you guys can find me on the inside the sewers. I'm usually hanging out with the Ninja Turtles, hanging out, having a good time, skateboarding, all that stuff, all the things the cool kids do, doing uh, whips and uh, TikToks, all that fun stuff. So <laughs> that's it. Do you nays as well? Do you nays? We do some nays. Yes. We we do nay-nays. we do the we 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 do. The mukbangs and the <laughs> and the <laughs> jump ropes and the raps and the react content. The, we we react to stuff. We just recently put up a a react to something that probably the Paul brothers have done recently, something like that. But <laughs> that's you gotta start watching MasterChef, dude. <laughs> yeah, we we just we just we did a react of all the uh, great British cook off, everything like that. So yeah. Uh, www.imdb.com you guys <laughs> alright that's it I'm done trolling thank you guys for watching we'll see you guys on the next one goodbye everybody bye 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 bye